So hey everyone, this is Kirita, and you're tuning into my podcast name, Abhashek Talk. So today we have Pearl Rani, and she is a multilingual. She knows French, she knows Chinese, and today she's going to talk to us about Chinese mainly. And now I will just uh, give the floor to her and invite her to introduce herself. So, Pearl, please tell our audience something about yourself. Hello everyone, this is Paul Irani over here and I'm glad to uh, have this platform to talk to you all about love of languages that I have and it's not just something new like as I've already discussed with Girija a bit, uh, this, this intense love you know, to learn a new language is inside me since childhood. In fact, I have got memories of asking my grandmother uh, teaching me uh, Gujarati. Uh, when I was 10 years old. So it goes long, 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 long back. After that, we all, all of us, of course, over here in India, at least we have uh, Hindi, a regional language. For example, in Maharashtra, we have Marathi in school as well as English. So we have three languages. The other states, of course, they will be having Hindi along with uh, their regional language and English in the curriculum. For me, uh, Gujarati kicked in. After that, uh, it was it was with time. It was not something that happened overnight. I, I got better slowly at at different languages. So it was Gujarati, it was Hindi. Marathi was, of course, always there. Uh, and English after that. So that was last. Now in college, I took up French. Uh, college French is really basic, to be honest, to be brutally honest. But people usually take it up so that they can score well. So that was another thing, you know, up my mind. After that, I totally like, like that was not on my mind, okay, to get into languages and stuff. So after my 12th, everyone was okay. What are you planning to do? Because there are totally blank. So another thing, another important thing is, I want to tell everyone, if you all feel a bit lost, it is good. Take your time to decide on what you really like and where you want to really go and, you know, put your efforts in. The most important thing is um, don't go into learning a language just because you see a lot of parents nowadays and all they're pushing their kids, okay, you have to go for art class, you have to go for skating class, you have to go for dance class, language class, okay. If you really have the urge to learn it, I suggest only then you go for it because it can be a bit slow. The entire process of learning a language, it's it's not really quick, okay, itna, itna ho gaya hai, so it's, it's going to be done. Or maybe if I study for a year, I'm going to cover all aspects. A language can never be fully covered. Yeah, be yeah. it your native language, be it your national language, anything. It's always growing. That's the beauty of a language, you know. Languages borrow it from each other. They lend, you know, to the other languages. So it's always like that. For me, again, after completing my, um, uh, you know, my TYB com, that was my last year of commerce, bachelor's of commerce. Then I took up my master's, you know, that was MCOM. And along with that, I took up French. That was my first uh, that I can say with a foreign language, literally foreign. Of course, we are all learning English in India, but that's like counted like a chacha, it's a part of it. Yeah. So French, and then when I studied French, I got the chance to travel to France. That was back in 2012. And it was really memorable because we always have these preconceived notions in our mind. Oh, you know, maybe they they think about us in a particular way or we think about them in a particular way. So I remember I have four families of France. I live with a French family and they have three children. 
and the best part is you know the kids they, they don't have any of these bias you know right that oh this one is not a native or this one is not a european skin person you know skin person yeah. they're just like you know so warm and they would just come and hug me and also it was really nice so since we After are on the first topic was then i started uh, working to be yeah so since we are in the topic where you're yes. sharing your experience about being in france and how how you know uh, it was really overwhelming for you to get so much of love from the people there so i would like to ask you as an indian when you went there was there any cultural difference or cultural shock which oh, people call you god that you know you found something distinctively different about france which doesn't really happen in india there are a lot of things you know the first <laughs> thing is that you were bombarded with questions of uh, you know example uh, oh do you really pray to cows so this is really a funny thing this was also asked to me in china not just in france because they are really intrigued and uh, especially people who travel and for people who have not yet traveled to india they are like oh you know uh, you are really counting the cow as uh, your mother or as god you know your worship so it is really sweet because even they have these ideas which are not very clear the same we all around all around the world people like us we had these things up our mind and of course the cultural shock for me especially was uh, the second time i i've happened to travel to france twice first was to iceland and second was for work and it was a bit difficult to digest that it is okay don't really shower every day during winter okay okay yeah um, because we haven't taught in no. it is very basic because of exactly yeah and we have been really what i noticed is yeah what i realized is this entire thing is because india being a religious country we have to be bathe in the morning you know we can even be bathing at night but morning is necessary whereas a bit in europe and all it can be different people can choose maybe to bathe in the afternoon at night or maybe once in two three days when it's like harsh winters Mm. so that was a bit like difficult uh, another thing was having a lot of tin food people not cooking every day people saving food for even like up to a month <laughs> yeah because <laughs> like you know so, but then the beauty is of accepting the these differences you know it is not about uh, saying oh why like this so the best part i think about language learning is not just learning the language but learning for the culture learning for the people learning for how they eat they talk behave now coming back to china when i started learning chinese i have to go to china again twice like uh, same like uh, so i went to travel to beijing to 2015 as well as 2019 now 19 to 20 longest yeah yeah so the thing was uh, you know what was very interesting is that the chinese people they usually ask you you know instead of saying hello how are you they ask you if you have eaten your food yeah if you had your lunch <laughs> or if you had your had your dinner they found it actually i found it strange so i don't know if if you have been to china yeah, yeah, yeah. i would like yeah. to ask you if you've been to yeah, china yeah. and you noticed this yeah yeah yes? absolutely yeah, i've been there for a uh, homestay project so you know i have i have noticed this 
they will never start with me how even if they they you know metro mein wagaira also even if they are interacting with any stranger they will ask the first question they will ask is something related to food only exactly so initially i found it very strange because i was like why they ask me if i have eaten my food are they going to offer me food <laughs> you know and no, then it was so that it is a way to show their concern that basically if you eaten well means you are fine yeah right that's the denotion basically mm, yeah. and there are a lot of things like going to a chinese family and and rolling out dumplings with them that was a very very uh, cherished moment for me or you know being participating a lot of activities taken by for picnics and like especially the older beings in अगेन I can go to China again just for the hot pot. Trust oh, me. Yeah. And this was my dialogue back in 2015. 2000, yeah, 2015 when I had the hot pot for the first time in Beijing. It was in Haiti, lah. You know the famous uh, hot pot chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of uh, restaurants, you know. And I was like, oh, I might just catch a flight back to China for the hot pot, and I happen to come back, which is not planned. The scholarship right. was just something that cracked, and I got it. <laughs> and uh, I went there for you know seventeen months, basically, two thousand nineteen to twenty one. Nice. And uh, it was really lovely. It was, and people everywhere are the same. You know, when people think, and again, the weirdest thing, for example, when I when I came back, people like a lot of my friends and extended family asked, "Ah, they eat anything? Is it? Do they eat anything? We have heard they eat anything and everything." So it's yeah. really funny to know how people have these preconceived mm-hmm. notions mm-hmm. in their mind. You know, yeah. <laughs> people eat that only. I was like, no, no, boy, everyone in China is not eating all this. Please stop thinking. Exactly. The and there, there are like, many. Vegetarians also. Yes, vegetarians are a lot who don't even eat pork. In fact, and uh, yeah. they just prefer maybe chicken or something. And again, again, another thing is when I was in India, when people ask my nationality, a lot of them refuse to accept that I am Indian, which is another funny thing because they are like, "Oh, your skin is not hazel," and I was like, "Hey, only Indians are not having dark skin, hey, you know? Exactly. What sort of things are?" <laughs> oh, it's God, really funny. funny. Yeah. So it's 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 a very two way thing. It's not just us having something in our minds, but it's everyone having that. It can be the opposite. Everyone, be it in France, be it in means I have traveled extensively in other countries as well. So it's very intriguing, very interesting. Yeah, and uh, in my opinion, you true. can really use your language in such beautiful ways, like. You can teach, or maybe you can get into a lot of kind of work. Like me, I was in marketing. That was my first job uh, in Bombay. You know, that was years back. That was back in two thousand thirteen, with a marketing firm. You know, we are marketing products basically uh, to francophone markets, France and francophone African markets. And then I was into coordination for the BCNS project, the naval uh, submarine projects. You know, which are done. Then I went. Uh, I shifted to Dubai. Over there also, I worked in the marketing and admin team for Frank. 
Francophone Africa again. And I traveled to Niger, that was just in Feb. That was this Feb. I was in Niger, the Sahara Desert. I was like, oh, wow. And landing up from where to where, you know, people are there. Yeah. My friends have actually just named me tourist. They're like, you're a tourist. Like, what are you doing? And I was like, no, it's for work, you know. And it's not for pleasure, it's not for fun. Yeah. So when people really are traveling, funny. I have to work. Exactly. So. Yeah. <laughs> that might not be the most pleasant feeling. I can understand. So now I can, I know. I mean, I can just uh, you know very much calibrate at how much enthusiastic you are to talk about all of it. I don't think the twenty minutes are enough for you to you know really talk about the love for the languages you have. Each and every, each and every, each and everything over here, you know. But to sum it all up, I feel. Uh, it always extends your horizon. Learning any language, be it any language, it's all. It's always, always about extending extending your horizon because you are going to be able to effectively communicate. Now, in some cases, even when I was learning French, even when I was learning Chinese, I realized that a lot of people would like to communicate, but they are shy because they feel that, for example, they cannot speak English or they cannot speak your local language. So they, they are shy and we take it to be, uh, you know, that maybe they are rude, they are cold, which is not the case. Right. So Even I, I can maybe chat Especially in their language, in, they really open up. Especially in China, because I have no experience of, uh, you know, uh, any European countries. But especially, I think, in China, so this this problem very much exists of not knowing English. And that is the reason for people not to really open up the conversation. Yeah, you agree? I, I totally agree. I totally yeah. agree. And I know, as a matter of fact, even if we can dabble with a few words, they suddenly become so warm yeah, and they have a ஒன்னும் interact with uh, chinese people on a very regular basis but they are very friendly and you know they will understand and you know they are very yeah. kind always that i will agree to so i will request you to just uh, teach our audience a, a sentence in french and a sentence in chinese now since you know both the language so i would like to take advantage of it any sentence of your choice okay so in so so what 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 sentence in which context i mean so we'll start with anything so now so now since you are in starbucks so you can just say that i like you're drinking coffee maybe okay so in french we just say uh, um j'aime boire du, du café or you oh, can just say j'aime j'aime le café j'adore le café j'adore basically j'adore j'adore yeah j'adore ஜோர்ஜோர்ஜோர்ஜோர்ஜோர்ஜோர்ஜோர்ஜோர்ஜோர்ஜோர்ஜோர்ஜோர்ஜோர்ஜோர்ஜோர்ஜோர்ஜோ
<laughs> now now the ball is very much in your court so it's you who is going to teach our audience so uh, so in chinese of course uh, there are two things that were there uh, two things two instances that happened that are really uh, memorable for me basically when i was in class that was just the last few classes before i uh, came back you know and i remember i made a mistake in class i said Uh, to have you know yo mong yeah, yeah. basically to have dreams so i just said yo mong because of the literal translation and you know, we have that habit i remember my lawyer telling you know it's zuo mong it's like zuo mong because basically the dreams are basically what we want to have we make them so i found it to be really uh, really cute and when i was leaving of course i had my roommate she she's from cameroon she's still in china and i remember her telling me wash up the knee wash up the knee is basically i'm going to miss you know like you're yeah. missing from me like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, i hate yeah. to part i hate like part from you because right. we were literally like sisters we were like sisters you know for 17 months and uh, yeah i have lovely memories so Wow, yes. nice! It was such a nice conversation with you. Thank you so exactly. much, and Thanks we'll have. I think let's have an hour or a half conversation just to talk about the languages <laughs> sometime really soon. Oh, for sure, and I'm always open. Like you know, if anyone wants to have a chat, if anyone has doubts, because usually you know, before starting this journey of learning a language, I just want to request people to be patient with themselves because everyone has their own speed. you know if you really love it if you really want to learn a language if if that's your you know where you're going like just give yourself some time don't try to really jump to the wagon it takes time for right. me as well right. when i was studying over here it was i was just okay i wouldn't even call myself really good even now i need to chinpu chinpu you know you la ive chinpu but uh, Yeah, it's it's an ongoing process. The language is always an ongoing process. Uh, so yeah, you have to revisit, revise, revise everything. So as as we say in Chinese, you know, yeah, 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 exactly. That's I guess That's something very important to yeah, yeah. Yeah, for our audience as well. Yeah, you add oil to your lamp, so keep the lamp burning. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. True. Thank you so much for being Thanks here. So I really enjoyed having me. Yes, me too. And thank you. Okay.